Welcome back to this week's episode with Ryder Realities Tuesday Tips. Today, I'm here with Esther Ryder, and we are going to be talking about buying versus renting. If you are trying to decide which one you want to do and you have no idea where to start, we're just going to throw some information at you. And we are the perfect people to do that because our scenarios between what my husband and I did and what you and your husband did are completely opposite. Yep, absolutely. So I'll tell you mine first. We got married when we were 21. I had just graduated from college and he had one year of college left. So we got our first apartment in Bowling Green. We had 10 at Bowling Green State University. And I was teaching about 30 minutes east of there for my first job. And then he was student teaching and taking classes. So we knew that was very temporary. He had wanted to live closer to family. I wanted to live where I would never see snow, but neither one of us wanted to stay in Bowling Green. That was just a temporary, we are in college scenario. So of course we rented. Then when we were moving to our first, where both of us were getting our first, I guess, quote, real jobs, he still wanted to be close to family. And so we kind of looked where his hometown was. He and I, our our hometowns are right next to each other. And so we found an apartment and moved in there. And on a total side note, our landlords were so nice. He was a builder and she was the decorator. And they were probably in their... 70s, low 70s, maybe at the time we rented from them. Like every apartment had a different color paint and and carpet. So like the middle tenant, it was a triplex. She liked pink. So they put pink carpet in there and painted all her walls pink specifically for her. Ours was all teal carpet and teal walls because that's what the people who had lived there before us wanted. And I'm like, let's just go with white. And so we kept the same carpet, but they painted all white. They were really, really nice landlords and we lived there right across from our high school so we could you know, hear the football games and the bands, and I loved it. But we both got jobs about 30 to 40 minutes south of our house, and our jobs were east and west of each other, about 20. So we were both driving south that far to go to jobs. Okay. And so we were in that rental house or that triplex, I don't know, not quite a year And one of his coworkers said, hey, my parents' farmhouse is for rent. Would you guys be interested? And that made his commute five minutes and mine like 20 because it was down by his school. So that was a no-brainer. So by the time we – and we lived there for two years until we built our – bought our first house. Okay. So he was like, we're not having kids, so we have a house. We're not having kids, so we had a house. Well, I wanted to have like 10 kids, right? So I'm like, let's hurry up and buy a house. So when he finally gave us the go for it, we bought a house. So the first three years we were married, we lived in four homes in four different counties before we bought our first house. Oh, wow. But every one of those had a purpose. Bowling Green was because he was finishing college. Right. The next place was because we didn't know where we were going to settle, but knew we were moving home and our lease two hours away was up. The third place was because our jobs ended up being in the same direction and we had not, we had no way to know that was going to happen because we were looking for jobs in a 30 mile radius of his hometown and both of us got jobs south. And then the next step was because it was time to buy. So I don't recommend people move every year like that, but I'm certainly glad we didn't buy because those were temporary. So my buy versus sell tip would be if it's a very temporary situation and you know it, the hassle and cost of selling a house 
means that you should not do it. It would not mm-hmm. have worked out well for us. And especially those first two scenarios or the first two houses had we decided to buy because we knew that especially the first one was temporary. But then you guys, you bought your first house right away yes. rather than renting What was your thought process there? So our situation was we too also got married when we were 21. And Ryan, I had graduated that spring. Ryan was already working for the railroad for almost a whole year. And then he also graduated that spring or that summer, something like that. So we had already done the graduation. Ryan knew he was going to be working for the railroad. And I was already working for Alliance Hospital at the time and knew that I was just going to change positions for the hospital. So then we chose to buy versus rent because we had already narrowed down that we wanted to be in Canal Fulton because it was central for the railroad. I could still work for the hospital. I had a longer commute, but my plans weren't to work for Alliance necessarily long-term. I was open to going to Canton Hospitals, Akron, and Canal Fulton was just a good central location. So that was the main determining factor for us and why we chose to buy first. Well, and it was also a pretty medium distance between your families, right? So if you wanted to go to, whether you're going to his parents' house or your parents' Mm -hmm. house, it was kind of a mid... Yeah, a little central part because Mm -hmm. we were both from two different ends of the county. So it was a meet in the middle part. So the location definitely was the main factor for us. So we thought, well, we knew we didn't have many other options to be so central. So we knew we wanted to be there. We loved the schools and that was what made us decide. And I think that's the the number one thing of buy versus rent Mm -hmm. is how long are you going to be there? Yes. Like you guys were thinking long-term, we can have kids here, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And the first two places we moved after we got married, we didn't even have jobs when we moved into them. Right. I remember we had already found our apartment and he moved into it and I moved home. We got married like a month later. And then it was a couple days before our wedding that I got the phone call that I had the job. So we had that apartment and we knew I was going to be teaching up there, but we didn't know where. And then our second place, same thing. We knew we were moving home. We went ahead and moved home. I didn't have that job secured yet and neither did he. So obviously we, everything was kind of temporary. So that makes a difference too, whether you know it's you know going to be temporary or not. Yes. And I would say another thing would be finances. Would you agree yep. with that? Yep, absolutely. I think you have to sit down and decide what you can afford, which right now it's kind of common that your rent is kind of equal to a mortgage in mm-hmm. some situations, but you need to factor in other things like can you afford the home insurance, the repairs, the maintenance, because now if you're a homeowner, that's on you, where you're, if you're a renter, that's going to be on your landlord. Sure. And it's things people don't even think about. Like I think everyone knows in the back of their head, yes, my furnace could go out or my dishwasher, but it's other things like mulch. You have landscaping, you have mulch. You know, I know people, us included, the way our landscaping is with our hill, we'll spend a couple hundred dollars a year on mulch. So there are other things outside of home ownership that, you know, might make a difference. Utilities might be different than in an apartment, a garage door opener breaking, or, you know, a garage door. Yeah. The garage door opener breaking, just Mm -hmm. things like that. So if your budget gives you just enough for a down payment, but not anything for incidentals that might come along with homeownership, then maybe renting for another year might be a good option or six months or whatever that looks like. Yeah. To save up to, so that you can afford those kinds of things and have that emergency fund. Mm -hmm. And I think another thing, which the timing for us discussing this is pretty much spot on, but we've both had clients who were buying recently who 
wanted to change jobs. And so if you know your job is temporary, understand that you don't want to change your job in the middle of your home buying process because that could make a difference. Talk to your lender about that. But if you know that, you know, you are actively looking for other jobs, even if they're local, just at least let your lender be aware of that. And they might say, okay, we'll hang tight until you find it and keep renting Mm -hmm. or go ahead and buy. And that's fine. Yep. Absolutely. So what's your next deciding factor for renting versus buying? I would say that it would be probably size. So in other Mm -hmm. words, if you know that you can have a smaller place now, but you're going to need a bigger place soon, you know, I think of a family who's just a couple and then they find they're having triplets or something like that could make a big difference in Mm -hmm. what place they need, what space they need. So if you are thinking that I might want something bigger and I only want to move once, but I don't want to move yet, then you can wait and see what you, you know, want to do. But I also think to keep in mind time, I've known people who have rented the same house for decades and now, you know, they're retired and they're still renting. They've never owned. Mm -hmm. And so there's never a point in their life, like they're pre-approved based on their retirement income, but there's never a point in their life when they're going to have that paid off. Some people choose to do that. I have clients who moved out of state a few years ago and they were tired of home ownership and they wanted to rent for the rest of their lives. They didn't want to deal with mortgages and things going wrong and, you know, being tied down to a house. And they have literally rented in an apartment for the last probably eight years and absolutely love it. They love that freedom and they know they're going to always rent, but they're okay with that. So some of it's just knowing your personal scenario and what that would look like. Okay. Having said that, I really think size might be a goofy answer. I'm not sure I like that. What would you say is the next one? Well, I was kind of thinking stability because mm-hmm. recently I had a client that had started to home search. She decided she wanted to pause for a little bit. And then she texted me and said, Hey, my landlord just told me they're selling the house. I have to be out. I guess I might start buying now. I have to decide if I want to buy or rent again. And her original plan was to stay put where she was by later. So you have to remember that that's always a chance that your landlord could say, Hey, I'm selling the house. You got to go. Right. So it's kind of a control thing too. Mm -hmm. Like it helps you control your, you know, your situation. Yep. Absolutely. And I think one more thing that would be something to consider is like you were saying, rent payment and mortgage payment can be the same. Mm-hmm. I've seen too many people go from a small rent to a big mortgage with no money in the bank, but they said they can do it because they checked out their budget or whatever. And I my, I guess my thought is if your rent is $800 a month and you have only saved up $2,000 mm-hmm. and now your mortgage is going to go to 1600 a month, in theory, you should be saving $800 a month times 12 would be $9,600 in that year. If you're not, just understand that that means you've either become extremely, extremely dedicated to be able to do that now. Yeah. You've had a pay raise or you really maybe are dedicated on paper, but when it comes down to it, might not be dedicated and they're going to be in a hard spot later. And I never want someone to buy a house for me and feel like they're house poor. And I know it's easy to look at your budget and say, oh yeah, I can give up, you know, this, this, and this to have that house. But that means that you're either really dedicated or you really could give that up. My husband and I are just talking today. I literally said to him, I hate cooking. 
And I don't care if I ever cook again. (laughs) And so, and he's like, oh, I can cook. It's fine. But my point being, I could say I'm going to give up my out to eat budget, but we have four kids. They're active. They have different activities. Sometimes we have to do it. Sometimes it's just nice for me. And I'm not going to say I'm going to have a zero out to eat dollar budget because I know I couldn't stick with that. So make sure whatever sacrifices you're making to go to that higher budget, if you've not been in the habit of regularly saving that difference, you can really do because I've seen that be really tough for people. Yeah, you've got to be realistic about it for sure. Right. And on the another line of budgeting with that, and this kind of goes more with what you can afford of buy versus rent. But before you jump into buying, like think what your long-term goals are. So if somebody knows that they want to start their own business at some point, well, that could lower your income initially. Or somebody wants, they think they want to be a stay-at-home parent. Well, just remember that's going to change your income. Mm -hmm. So if you need to rent some more, to bank some more, to be able to buy, kind of know what your long-term goals are. Mm -hmm. And that might help you decide if it's the right time to rent or the right time to buy. Absolutely. And I think one more thing is don't be so picky, right? Like if interest rates are so low and you're waiting for this perfect dream house that you can't afford for five years. Yes. Well, who knows what the interest rates will be at that time Mm -hmm. or what the housing will cost. So make sure your ideal perfection, perfect scenario of a home is not so unreachable that you're going to find yourself you know, renting for 10 years because you waited for perfection. Because I would say, I don't care what your budget is. I don't think there's perfection. And I've seen people build houses and say, oh my, I wish I had done that different. Or I didn't know this room size was going to look like this or whatever. And remember, real estate is considered an investment. Renting, you don't have that equity in anything, but real estate does give you the equity in in an asset. Yeah. And then someday it's paid off, then you don't have a mortgage at all. And that's That's a good feeling too. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) in a perfect world. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you for tuning into this week's episode. If you're thinking about buying versus rent, give us a holler. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us some feedback. What you want to hear. We'll see you next week.